Hello, everyone, and welcome to another late night edition, post game edition of the Soccer Speakeasy. I'm Columbus Crew beat writer Jacob Myers, coming to you from uh, my home in the suburbs of Columbus. Here it's 1:28 in the morning. The crew has now exited the Concacaf Champions League after a 3-0 route at the hands of CF Monterey in Mexico. It's pretty simple to understand where this one went wrong, so we'll, we'll just run down the recap before you hear post-game comments from Caleb Porter, Josh Williams, and Jonathan Mensa, who offered their thoughts on you know where, where things went wrong and I guess just their general outtake of uh, the crew's first time in this tournament in about a decade. So it really all started in the third minute. Aloy Room has a complete disaster at the back. I don't even know why he went to ground. Uh, I always wonder this from a non-soccer educated person and I say that in terms of I don't understand the technique of a goalie but like I I don't understand why he has to go to ground and and try to catch that ball to the ground or give it away like that instead of just getting in front of it and and you know fielding it cleanly picking it up like a shortstop anyway the ball goes off his fingertips right to Maxi Mesa 1-0 Monterey, just like that, less than three minutes in. Absolutely worst start the crew could have hoped for. I thought coming into this game, their best chance at winning would be to sit back. You had Jonathan Mensa back in there. Obviously, you don't have Lucas Ellery on after an undeserved yellow card in the first leg against Monterey. He was out with suspension. He was in the in a suite with some of the crew front office brass, and, and the camera actually Got a good caught of him, and I'm sure all of you who watched on FS2 saw Zillaround looking pretty disgusted at what he was watching, and I'm sure it was really bothering him that he couldn't be out there to help the team. But I thought what they could have done is sit back defensively and try to steal a goal on the counter. You had Luis Diaz, who has been fairly disappointing, including this game, the last three games. But maybe you could sit back, execute in transition, steal a goal, and then defend well. But that... That couldn't be done. As soon as Aloy Room spilled that ball, Mesa finishes 1-0. From there, the defense continued to struggle a bit, and this was really surprising. Mensa nearly gave one away in the back in the 20th minute, and Room redeemed himself, I guess, as much as he could with two very solid stops on Vincent Janssen to at least keep the crew in the game there. And then the 26th minute, Williams is just completely out-muscled for a ball against Janssen. I guess you could argue it was a foul. There was a ton of contact. Williams is a strong guy. He was not asked that after the game. Myself, I thought that it was a, it was a good physical play. Uh, I'm glad the referee swallowed the whistle, but I understand if you think it's a foul. Either way, Janssen gets that ball. W- Williams has to do better there. And goes on a two-on-one, Mesa finishes in the back of the net. Monterey was really physical early, uh, especially against the crew back line. I thought they would have taken more advantage of Waylon Francis on the left, given that Milton Valenzuela, who, in addition to Lucas Elorion, or I guess next to Lucas Elorion, was the crew's best player in that first leg. He was out with what Caleb Porter said was a hamstring injury, so he's missed a couple games. We'll see if he can be back for this weekend. If not, I would assume he might be able to go in that midweek against Toronto in Florida, but we'll see. We'll probably get an update sometime on Saturday on his status. Also unavailable that hurt them was Perry Kitchen as well. I'll get to the injuries in a little bit. 
but they were very physical early and, you know, took advantage of their opportunities and the, and the crew didn't. The first example of this was after Room's goal, the crew could have completely negated that opportunity. In the fifth minute, Chelsea Zardes had a look about the penalty dot. Yeah, it's from a bit of a distance, but he didn't get much behind it after a absolutely perfect cross from Waylon Francis. I was surprised it came off his foot and Zardes couldn't get enough on it, and it was wide of the net. Uh, you know, looking at the very few chances you're going to get as a team in this tournament, the away leg against a league MX giant like Monterey, those are chances you absolutely have to finish. Couldn't do it there. And then in the eighth minute, he had uh, another opportunity, Zardes did, creating a possible two-on-one with Pedro Santos, but took a heavy touch and... You know, I, I chuckled a bit because this is what I'm sure U.S. national team fans think Jossie scores all his goals, either, you know, off his face, off a thigh, what have you. He takes a heavy touch and the challenge from, from the Monterey player goes off either Zardes's shin or his knee and gets a, actually a pretty accurate shot on goal inside the post there, but that one was saved. And certainly his heavy touch kind of spoiled what could have been a really promising opportunity. As I just mentioned, 26 minute after Zardes's opportunities there, Williams even in the ninth minute had a header that went just over the head of Etienne on the back post uh, coming off a set piece corner. Then Monterey goes up 2-0 in the 26th minute. And of course you have about 65 minutes left to play, but that is such a tall task to ask the crew to accomplish without their star playmaker and several guys on rest and, and not your full force off the bench. The crew head into halftime having created at least a little, but out of halftime, I, I wasn't surprised that what I saw, they, they just looked completely beaten in the second half. They looked a bit like a tired team. And Caleb Porter said as much after the game. Um, they looked tired against Montreal, too, on Saturday. There was a little bit of a different lineup, but certainly some similarities there. Also, just a, a really difficult task. And I think after going down 2-0, it had to be really difficult to motivate them in the locker room that they could come out with something positive and move on to the semifinals. Miguel Layun then scores in the 71st minute on a free kick. Uh, for for Monterey, Porter then pulls out Santos, waving the white flag. He already pulled out Artur Nagby at that point. I think knowing it was pretty inevitable uh, what was going to happen, they were going to bow out of Champions League in the quarterfinals. Zardes came out in, at halftime for Bradley Wright Phillips. Uh, obviously, Zardes is dealing with a dislocated shoulder from that first leg against Monterey. You know, it, obviously it's popped back in and all that, but I don't know how sore it is. Uh, but he was, able, he was able to at least give it a go in that first half. I would think all of those players, uh, Santos, Artur, Nagby, uh, just any anybody who played on Wednesday night against Monterey will be available Saturday against DC United. So just some general takeaways from tonight. Very sloppy at the back at the absolute worst time. They did this in the first leg as well. Abub Karkeda, a younger player, certainly. You expect some mistakes from him. And then I'm not even talking about the miscommunication and unmarking a guy late in that first leg was really, if you want to analyze 
the second leg in Monterey, that is the play that I think really did them in. Even without Zellerion, if they come into this game with a 2-1 advantage, I think they feel confident. And even down 2-0 in that first half, it's still, they, they score one goal. And if that's the final, you're playing in penalties. So it would have been a completely different game uh, at that point. Very sloppy at the back. Jonathan Mensa even made a mistake when he came in. He also had recovered very well in the second half on two other opportunities that Monterey had. So I thought that was evidence that, you know, they didn't quit the fight, uh, but certainly they were not the team that you would expect to respond after giving up two goals like that coming out in the second half. Nozel Arellan was obvious how much it hurt them. It was very obvious. Santos didn't do much of anything. He didn't really have the ball in the attacking third. The crew really wasn't in the attacking third much. I thought the ball really stalled on the feet of Derek Etienne and Luis Diaz on the wings. I tweeted this during the game. I think this was a game where one of the first times I really noticed Kevin Molino and being in there would have been a huge difference. Again, he's at least right now scheduled to come back either late May or early June. And the crew has a big time off from there. MLS schedule from May 29th to June 19th. I'm thinking that June 19th, if if I'm correct, it's June 19th. That might be his first game in a crew uniform, but uh, that's down the road. So we'll see. And that's the first or the final game at the current crew stadium, historic crew stadium. So no Zellerion certainly hurt Zardes. He has to finish one of those chances early, and you're looking at a completely different game, a tie game in the fifth minute instead of a 2-0 game uh, in the 26th minute. So that was a big moment. And, and just overall, this was... I, I, th- I think they'll move on pretty quickly. It, it sounded like they were already turning the page, and I'm sure they'll get back on the train ground tomorrow. Still be a little disappointed, but... You know, you still have 32 games in your MLS season. And it's certainly a disappointing finish, no doubt. Uh, They were 100% outplayed in this game. Uh, Starters could have played better. The air in the third minute did them in, as I said. Uh, And then you saw they didn't really have talent off the bench to compete with Monterey. And a lot of that is because of the injuries. I don't think the injuries or... Uh, the the schedule Monterey being in really good form entering the playoffs in the Liga MX schedule and the crew just beginning theirs. Those are certainly all factors. C- Caleb Porter brought it up. I think even in his mind, he doesn't think that that's the reason they lost it all. It's obviously the third minute goal allowed, the late goal allowed in that first leg or the two that really loom large. And then being a little banged up right now and having Lucas Elorion out uh, Perry Kitchen uh, out with a thigh injury. Aiden Morris obviously out for the year. ACL. Kevin Molino, as I said, those are all guys who would have contributed in a game like this, and they they weren't able to. So that was certainly a factor. I mean, you had Rogelio Funes Mori, Cronaviter, and Pabone coming off the bench for Monterey, and all those guys would not just start in MLS, but probably be DPs in MLS. Whereas the crew brought on uh, Isaiah Parente and Miguel Berry. So those were the differences and just getting any sort of positive thing moving forward in the second half. Early on, it just it didn't look like it was there in the second half. And, and certainly, Jossie, if he finishes one of those chances, 
he he absolutely has to in that situation. It could be a different game. So with, with that being said, here's Caleb Porter, Josh Williams, and Jonathan Mensa from their post game interviews. Yeah, I think you know at this level, um, when you have a team like Monterey with the quality that they have, and we're on the road, those margins are they're very tight, and uh, you know. They score a goal three minutes in off a throw-in where we kind of get opened up in a seam. And it's very difficult, huge mountain to climb when you give up an early goal like that, especially, you know, with the away goals that they had scored, not the way you want to start a match. And then, like you said, we had a very good chance to kind of bring it back level. And at the end of the day, you know, we didn't give ourselves much of a chance today, you know, with, with giving up the two early goals. I thought after that, we kind of lost our way a little bit. We stopped executing, you know, our, our buildup kind of slowed down. Some of our rotations weren't as clean as, you know, they needed to be. We started getting impatient and stretched out a little bit defensively. And, you know, I think it was um, mostly probably because we were down two goals. You know, it's difficult you know, mentally, and, and yet we have to do a better job of not giving away that early goal uh, in a situation where we don't get broken down. It's just a throw-in. And then, obviously, our composure after that needs to be better to, to stick with the plan, stick with the way that we play. And every time we moved the ball and created that three-line and found the outside backs and played, you know, into the, into the channels or switched play, you know, we, we had some, some very good moments in that first half you know, but just not enough. And second half, we're in a very difficult situation. You know, people have to remember, like, we're early in the year. We have six guys injured right now. We have some guys coming back uh, into the team who we have to be careful with, you know, um, you know, managing their loads and, you know, managing them coming back in from some soft tissue injuries. And you, you look at Monterey, they're in a completely different situation. They're they're gearing up for the playoffs. They're in postseason form. They're flying, you know, and we're still in that building phase. And, you know, I think it's pretty telling in that second half. They they sub on Hurtado, Cranevitter, Pabone, and Funes Mori, four guys that would start on any team in MLS. And we have to sub on a couple guys that have hardly played, a couple academy guys, draft pick, and those guys did their best. But we had to do that because we we had some guys that just aren't capable of playing, you know, 90 minutes in in you know in this type of window, and it it's becomes very tricky. So really, the end of the game was was about us trying to manage and not get injured. And unfortunately, you know, with with the way this early part of the competition set up, which is why it's so difficult for the MLS teams, it's very tricky. We played, you know, a game. Three days ago, we played another game three days prior to that and another game three days prior to that. We have another game in two days. So just it's very difficult for us starting the season that way. Uh, very, very pleased with the players' effort over the four games. Disappointed today with the way that it ended. The players wanted to do well in the tournament. You know, they gave a lot and just not enough today. So we'll put it away, away and, and put it behind us and throw everything into the league now. When you look at just purely budget, there are some discrepancies um, with some teams. 
uh, versus some teams in League MX. But MLS teams are spending more and more, which helps. You know, it's a little bit hard to say today for us because we have quite a few guys out, you know. So if those guys are in, then now our depth becomes a little bit stronger. Um, you know, we start to add up the players that we have out. You know, obviously, Lucas Zellerian out, massive player for us, um, designated player. Um, Milton Valenzuela, obviously, Perry Kitchen. You've got, obviously, Aiden Morris out. You start to add it up a little bit. Uh, Kevin Molino, who's another big player for us who's not been in. And you can just kind of see again when we have to kind of make some subs, you know, really you start to see that there's a massive – when they sub and we sub, um, now, yes, there's there's quite a bit of a difference. Um, but first half, I think it was more about us giving up a couple goals and – not finishing the ones we had and, and overall just not executing the way that we normally do. I think, again, it's tricky because we talked a lot about coming into this season, building a roster that could help us kind of manage this early part of the season, which included competing for CONCACAF Champions League and then getting off to a good start in the league. Um, but with the season starting a month later, that means now there's it's even more compacted than ever. Our preseason was a week shorter as well. And we took some injuries, and it just made for a really challenging um, situation for us to kind of manage the league and manage this Champions League without sacrificing either one. I always say, you know, our goal is to win every game if it's attached to a trophy. But also, you always you always have to be careful of of injury, and and you know you have to look at making decisions that are going to minimize that injury, whether that's rotation or subs. And I think uh, today was always going to be tricky because we have a league game two days from now, and you know unfortunately that last goal that they scored to make it two two, you know made it made it tough. We knew we needed a, a good start in this match, and you know when we didn't get that good start it was always going to be a huge mountain to climb in that second half. So would I change anything? You know, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I think we had a squad that could manage it. But when you take six or seven injuries early and guys are coming back in that you have to be careful with, Artur and Darlington Nagby are two starting six and eights, and we had to get them out because I was worried they were going to, you know, have have a soft tissue injury because they've they've had some little bit of that going on this preseason. Uh, Giassi had a dislocated shoulder. I had to get him out at halftime. Um, Milton Valenzuela has a hamstring, couldn't play. Um, Pedro Santos has played essentially 90 minutes every game. You know, at some point he's, you know, he, I thought he might break. So these are just challenges that you have to manage, and it's very difficult for the MLS teams. I think you saw with Toronto as well. Um, last night I watched the game. They looked dead. And it's a lot easier at the end of the year to manage these windows because you've built that base and you have players who are ready to step in and you can grind through these windows. And unfortunately, we're just not at that stage yet. You know, this game, you prepare your team to create more chances, hopefully limit the opponent's chances, but it's always going to come down to those moments. You know, and I think what you saw in that second goal um, with that service from Pabon who comes into the game 
you know, in the finish. And then even today, you know, they didn't have a ton of looks, a little bit, obviously, more at the end of the game, you know, when we when we subbed, subbed out five guys. But um, first half, they didn't have a ton of looks. But a team like Monterey, with the experience they have, with the quality they have, they're going to make you pay. And all they need is one chance and even a half chance, you know. And, you know, I think we have to do better in our clear chances. And we certainly need to do better creating more and, Ultimately, we need to do better making plays to, you know, head things out. And and ultimately, I think we still have some work to do. But I still believe in my team. I'm looking forward to now a long season. We have 32 games to play, believe it or not. And you know, ultimately, we're going to throw everything into the season. And um, we're disappointed, you know, to not go further. Um, but we can throw now everything into this next game and, and uh, we have a good team. Nothing's going to change from that. We need to get a little bit healthy, need to get this win on Saturday and breathe a little bit and then get back to work and execute better. Thank you. Appreciate it. One thing I would like to say too, I thought the officials were excellent today. I think obviously if you give up an early goal like that, it's always going to be difficult on the road to kind of fight back. Um, but, uh, you know, not only that, when you give up one, you, you know, I think 10 minutes later, maybe less. So uh, I honestly think the game was we uh, we lost a big chance at home, you know, not getting a result at home, allowing them to get a late goal, you know, kind of put us on the back foot here. Um, but, you know, I think we, Early in the game, we had chances, you know. So I think we didn't bury ours, they buried theirs. And, uh, you know, it's a good team. And and it's a good team to, you know, try to battle back from. That was always going to be an uphill battle. So hats off to them for taking their chances. And, uh, you know, I think we just – we learned a lesson here going forward. Obviously, the scoreline here makes it look a little more lopsided, you know, than it, you know, than it actually was. But I think the players on the field know um, that uh, – that's a good team. Maybe, maybe uh, you, you know, this year they had our number, you know, but I think the gap is, is, is closing quickly. Um, and, um, you, you know, we had every, you know, we don't give up that last goal. We went at home, they went at home, um, you know, so you could draw it up that way. Um, it was a tough game in general. Um, giving up an early goal like that, it will, you know, we knew it was going to be tough coming in here and, you know, conceding an early goal like that. Uh, we knew it was going to be even a double mountain to to climb. Um, so yeah, of course, no having one of our best players in the lineup, of course, will uh, affect the way we play. But um, you know, we did we did our best, and uh, we move on from from this tournament. You know, we give all all we can. So it shows on the field because um, they they almost uh, in in. Uh, uh, towards the end of their season and you know we just played uh two games in MLS now so um it's a big difference you know but at the end of the day that's how the tournament is set up and um you know we just need to go out there and, and uh compete you know even though there's there's an advantage of of them uh being able to play many league games so you know they always have the momentum and you know the record of of uh, the teams that has won this tournament shows. So um, 
uh, we need to keep working. We need to uh, focus on the league now and uh, hopefully, um, I don't know, but uh, in the future, maybe the format might you know, change. Um, I don't know. So thanks again for tuning in post game edition here. I will try to do these as regularly as possible. Didn't do one after the Montreal game. We have a bigger speakeasy during the week. So thanks for always tuning in and reading all of my content on dispatch.com. We'll have plenty in the, in the coming days and throughout the season. It's certainly a busy schedule right now. So there's something up, if not every day. I would say there's five out of the seven days, there's a new crew story on dispatch.com. So go check that out. Follow me at underscore JC Myers and join our Columbus Caresses fans Facebook page. And until then, I will talk to you all after the DC United game. Patrick, kick us out of here.